Warning, do you want to hear the spiciest, hottest gamer chat around? Do you want to hear about ray tracing, FPS, console wars, story versus gameplay, and cutscenes? Call now. Call 1-800-TIME-SKIP to hear the hottest, sexiest, uncensored gamer chat around. Call now. 1-800-TIME-SKIP. Just in case anyone uh, didn't notice already, this, this episode's about games and gaming and being a gamer. This one's for true gamers only, so if you're not, this is a content warning. Warning, warning. Hot, steamy game chat. Turn back now. Welcome to Time Skip, the nerd culture podcast for true gamers only. I'm Kingsley Noad. I'm joined, as always, by my content warning co-host, Corey Reed. How you doing, Corey? I'm doing great. Um, very excited. To actually, I haven't gamed in, uh, in months. I moved into mm. my house. It was far too hot in the room where I had the PlayStation. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would get, like, there would be, like, a puddle under me after I was done playing. That's uh, gamer now, fuel, dude. <laughs> I'm, I have to drink my own sweat. <laughs> I mean, if you're a real gamer, maybe. I guess, I yeah, I need to get back up there and drink that puddle. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Wait, the, the puddle's winter. still there? You moved, like, several months ago. Mm, I, uh, yeah, I saved it. I put it in a little Tupperware, and I froze. I'm like, I might need this. Mm. You never know. That's um, fair. Yeah, I'm excited to uh, dive more into some stuff, especially as the winter approaches. Got fucking cyberpunk. Oh, Ooh. Man. I don't get to play cyberpunk anymore on PlayStationless. Fuck around. I might buy you a PlayStation, boy. Um, That's... Uh... I actually thought about it. Aw, that's very sweet I, of you, but it's okay. You wouldn't, feel you wouldn't like, take it if I bought you one? I would, but I feel really um I feel really indebted to you about it. You wouldn't Kingsley, you're my friend. You don't owe me nothing. If I, I got it, you got it, baby. <laughs> and maybe I, I can write it off as like a podcast expense. <laughs> you know. Parody, parody, IRS do not come to our house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean once we become time skip LLC, then you know it's fine. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, if I bought you a PS4, you wouldn't owe me nothing, but the psychological damage would still be done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you'd lose some sanity points. Every, yeah. time, every button mash, you're like, ah, ah. like that, like two hundred bucks. You know, it's a no. Lot. I would buy you one of those, like. Some, you know, I would not, I would I would have buy it before the PS5 comes out, so it would it would be like seven hundred bucks for comparison. <laughs> You'd ship me one from America instead of just uh-huh. like like giving me the money to buy one myself. <laughs> well, if I give you the money, you might spend it on drugs. I, you know what? It's so <laughs> it's such a sad state of affairs where like um, uh, I have come around a little bit on gift cards because like. If somebody gave me money as a present right now, probably I'd spend it on like groceries and bills. Oh yeah, no, I <laughs> I spend all the money I have on on food. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh yeah, you know, my uh my my friend gave me fifty bucks, uh, so I bought a little bit better groceries than before. <laughs> yeah, I decided to try the frozen scallops. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I decided to try to get the uh, the the regular scallops instead of the frozen ones. Yeah. You know, tonight, honey, we're we're doing a big. We're living like freaking Gatsby over here. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Hagen Dawes instead of just the store brand ice cream. This wow, time. instead of Briars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adulthood sucks. <laughs> no, poverty sucks. That's that's the real enemy is um poverty and capitalism that uh lets you be poor. Yes. Being an adult rocks. That's true. Yeah. Nobody told me uh you know it was my bedtime yesterday. And that's why I could stay up until three in the morning. So, you know, nobody can stop me. <laughs> no one's stopping you from self-destructing. Yeah. <laughs> no one told me to drink water this week, and I'm still going strong. Yeah, I I'm just not drinking water, none. You know, in ancient Rome, they used to drink beer and live 43 years. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I think about that a lot. <laughs> just I'm like thinking about how so much of like world history has been shaped by people being like mildly buzzed like all the time like just the water, all the time the water will give you um just sin like uh the, if you drink the water your stomach will explode so just have like a light buzz <laughs> yeah. every day since the time you're four yes yeah, since you're uh, weaned yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Oof. really calls into question every every decision made before like the 60s i guess i mean even some of the 60s decisions were pretty questionable yeah well after after you get potable water you, people really should know better you know? yeah but i mean they're still using lead paint then so that's true honestly you know if there is a future to be had the decisions would be like oh yeah they're their atmosphere was poison and like, you know, their phones had like uranium in them. So like they were making bad decisions, but yeah. now we're making good decisions and they'll have like, they'll have like alien parasites on their heads or something. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be like eating double plutonium just to stay alive in the vacuum of yeah. space. Yeah. 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 You, you eat it and it somehow makes oxygen in your, uh, in your lungs, which are now hardened. You know, you have to have hard. Well, lungs you know, to you want to have a hard lung. Yeah, well, because yeah, they would collapse in the vacuum. When I was a kid, people had a soft lung, and you know, they were politically correct, and I didn't like that. So now I got a hard lung and a hard body, and also a hard worldview. Are you speaking from your own point of view, or are you being someone in the future? Because I'm being a hard someone. Lung i've been so i will take you to the hospital right now my lung is the regular softness and i'm very politically correct um cyberpunk uh our dear old friend from the very first episode of time skip oh the secret unreleased episode the secret unreleased e3 2019 episode that only like two people have heard yeah we sent out um yeah I'm really pumped for that one. I think I was pumped about it, but like the more that I look at the gameplay itself, um, the less uh, that I care about it. Yeah. 
Like I, it, it, it has like a lot of cool trimmings, but mm-hmm. like the core of it doesn't look that interesting to me. You know, it's okay. So I, I okay. So normally, we always come across this divide of like, I guess, what's more important or what draws you more in a game, uh, the story, or like the plot. Uh, you know, and I can even maybe even potentially throw the characters in there. Mm-hmm. Versus like the core mechanics and the gameplay. And I, I'm usually hooked in by like some kind of central conceit or like a world building aspect or like a lore. And then like, you know, I'll say gameplay is like a close second. Like, like, so Cyberpunk, I don't know. It just looks like a more fast paced, stupid Grand Theft Auto. And like the it looks very tropey and cheesy. But like it's, it looks bright and fun and like will uh, help me out of the winter doldrums. And uh, the gameplay looks, I don't know, looks like a good time. You can punch a guy with your robot fist. Um, I you mean, can, you know, that's pretty you can, cool. You can hang out with Keanu Reeves and, and drive your fast car, you know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But we always encounter this like, you know lore gameplay world building divide yeah and i mean like i feel like we're on we're probably on the same page in that like if both are great mm-hmm. that's fantastic mm-hmm. um like i would assume i didn't get to play it but god of war for ps4 you know mm-hmm. it got praise for both mm-hmm. um spider-man but- but see, that's the thing um, with Spider-Man. I think that the story, the story was fine. Like, I didn't have a problem with the story. Yeah. But um, my issue in this, like, gameplay um, and story divide is that often um, the the story, I think, gets in the way of the gameplay. Um, <laughs> well, in... Yeah, literally. Yeah, in that like um not even just like um a cutscene sort of way because mm-hmm. I think that those are um like your traditional like um JRPG like you know PlayStation 2 cutscene where it's just like you're playing the game and then you walk to a a spot and then like a movie plays. Yeah. But like I think in a lot of modern games um there are like for example um in Spider-Man mm-hmm. you know you're playing the game and for me the core of the game that drew me in and kept me hooked was like swinging around the city yeah. um going into areas where with bad guys and doing the combat stuff and mm-hmm. you know just navigating the area and in Spider-Man like normally in a game I don't like to collect stuff but it was so fun to move around yeah. that, like, I was going after every backpack. I was, you know, um, mm-hmm. every hidden backpack. I was going, you know, and looking for whatever dumb collectibles that were just, like, get from point A to point B on this map and you get points or whatever. Yeah. But then you would play the story and at a certain point. 
you would just have to like you would swing in as Spider-Man and then you get to a segment where you just have to like walk around in a room <laughs> as Peter Parker and you're like I can I can move around in a room in real life like that's not why I'm here I am by a PlayStation yeah. to move around in a room you know what I mean like yeah or to just like talk to like a like a businessman mm-hmm. for 25 minutes like it's so I guess I yeah so I guess I agree with you in that regard it's just that like for me I need like like because I do think deep down and maybe I am kind of gameplay centric because I was like mm-hmm. as I was like thinking about this episode I was like well you know I do play a lot of RPGs and they are like you know I can go vast amounts of time without ever encountering like a story plot point mm-hmm. but I think it's like uh it's like the background noise of it like the lore mm-hmm. like like for instance if i was to play spider-man um let's say devoid of a you know the context of who spider-man is this is right. just like a game where you're a guy and you could like beat up guys and you're just jumping around i think mm-hmm. that would be fun like or or eat uh, or even let's say maybe you even do know it is Spider-Man. I think that would be mm-hmm. fun for like a few hours, but like you know, without like this whole thing about like, oh, I gotta stop the Riddler, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the I know the Riddler's not there, but like I gotta stop the <laughs> I know the, the Vulture. Not there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to stop Gawker.com from leaking Hulk Hogan's sex tape. Oh. You know, oh I man, think, how different would the world be if they hadn't done that? There'd be one more website, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think just knowing that that's there in the background gives me a little bit more like fuel. Like, for instance, like Skyrim or uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Like, mm-hmm. you can basically, once the first mission is done, never engage with a main story again. But, like, in uh, oblivion like i don't know there's this whole like secret cult aspect and like this uh bastard son of a king and like a god gets resurrected at the end and the like destroys a city and like you know it's like it's nice that it's there and like uh i mean i know i kind of made fun of this in the uh, previous episode but like Mm -hmm. there's almost like um like a like a headcanon aspect of like oh who's my guy in the world i'm not just like a button masher like you know I, it, it helps with the immersion for me on i mean i'm more i'm, all, I'm very i'm on your side but like mm-hmm. you know it might be like a little biased with the gameplay thing because i do mainly play like a lot of rpgs and i haven't played like the freaking uncharted or like uh whatever the, the the those ones are just like specifically like follow the story you're this guy yeah, but like, uh, I don't know. I I really dive into the world building in the things more than I do just like fighting a thing or jumping on a, on a mushroom man. Well, I think that that's um that's interesting, but like, and I think that it it probably does have um more to do with the I guess type of game. But I think right. if you if I look at games as a whole. 
like you you said earlier that um being spider-man and like beating up the guys would be fun for like um you know a couple hours um which I, like i can i can sort of see that um as a perspective but then i like think no about one, no one turns on arkham asylum is just like you know like let's say you're not in post game you're just like mm-hmm. you just started you're you're not gonna be like like because arkham asylum had a fun driving narrative and good gameplay and you're not mm-hmm. just gonna be like i'm just gonna beat up guys for seven hours a day for like you, you know it's it's gonna be hard to put in a hundred plus hours without a little bit of an extra push. But I think that that's um. But that's the thing is that like um. If I'm trying to unravel a freaking mystery here, but like, and I get to beat up guys along the way. But like I I think about that, like like I feel like you're probably right. You know, without the um. Maybe without the narrative, like a game like Batman Arkham Asylum doesn't work. But like, I've definitely put in, you know, 150 hours of like Tetris work. There's no. You played 150 hours of Tetris? Probably over the course of my lifetime. Yeah. That that doesn't really count. That's like, uh, that's kind of like. And I've definitely put in (laughs) over 200 hours of like Street Fighter in. Yeah, so, well, that's the thing. Here's the kind of a perverse thing you're going to laugh at me for. So, you know, mm-hmm. Soul Calibur. Yeah. Uh, Soul Calibur. So, I used to be, like, really into, like, fighting games and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, like I used to, like, like multiplayer a lot more than I did, like, single player. And this has just been, like, kind of a, you know, a, 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 a turn, I guess. But, like, mm-hmm. Soul Calibur 3 had this really cool mode that I always wanted them to bring back. It was called like Tales of the Sword or something like that, oh, where you got to do. I am I gonna make like, fun of you. I know. Uh, they, I think they first. Um, I think this was their first time making character creator, and they had this single player mode where your character was like a general, and mm-hmm. or like had to work his way or their way up to like the army or something, and like you were involved in these kind of like these like decades long wars and betrayals and backstabbing and uh but i mean ultimately it ended up with like you have to fight this other general and it just be like single combat and then it would yeah. be like this happened and then like you you know you'd be fighting guys but like that mode was so cool because you know i felt like immersed in it more like i was like oh like my guy is doing all this stuff and like whatever I mean, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed the multiplayer too, but like, like I also perversely like uh, S- Smash Brothers, like you know, like campaign mode. Oh man, dude, you are a different beast <laughs> and the same animal. You know, just like oh, you know, I mean, granted, I did not get uh, the one for the Switch, but like mm-hmm. in like melee. And I, and I think part of that is because I did play so much multiplayer that I was like, I need something to make me feel immersed. Because uh, like, I don't. I was like, I need, I need a little extra boost, you know. But that's that's interesting to me because like I feel like in a game like Smash Brothers, the main thing is that you can play with your friends. I know. So I like I've never felt 
I like I um I've probably played as much, if not more, Smash Brothers than you. Um, and like I've never felt less immersed than in the single player mode. Like when I'm playing with my friends or whatever, or like a guy online, I'm like I'm focused. I'm like in it. Yeah. I'm like having fun interacting with this person whereas when i'm playing yeah. the story mode i'm like oh okay maybe i can get like a <laughs> unlockable trophy that's meaningless or like a sticker or whatever but like i, I will say mm-hmm. as a caveat to the smash Brothers thing i think that specific instance both those instances were before like heavy mm-hmm. online ubiquity even yeah. if uh, they had it at all so it was just like it was like when yeah. friends could even come over. So it's like, I got this game. Uh, and like, you're not, let's say mm-hmm. you're not around. You can't come over or something like I, I've already played it hundreds of hours. I need a little something. Yeah. Daddy need a little something like, okay. I'll give you a modern example. So, and I think this will be mm-hmm. fun when I talk about breath of the wild. Oh yeah. Fantastic sure. gameplay. Actually, very yeah. sparse story, but like, I it's those little nuggets of like, ooh, I walked into this spot and now I have like a fucking memory, or like, oh, uh, I gotta get Link's sword. Uh, it's just like, it's it's almost like uh, you're playing those games where you're like your guys like paragliding and you have to hit the the little gust yeah. of wind to get shot back up, and then you gotta, you know, it's it's kind of like that thing, like. Definitely, like the story is probably the weakest part of Breath of the Wild, but like, I I, I wouldn't have put in like the hundred plus hours or so if it wasn't for like you know uh, I have this emotional investment in like this world now. I feel bad for everyone who 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 has to live with the the blight and might die because of Ganon. You know, let me go get That's that. So let, let me go get the sword. Me. Let me go get his shield. Like you know, I, I don't think fighting bo-, bo goblins in a void is as fun as like knowing that it's a part of like even even if it's in the background that like well, it's oh. not just fighting bo goblins in a void. It's like solving puzzles and like doing stuff with the physics engine, and like I like I don't well like I like I don't I don't remember a single like I collected all of Link's memories in that game, and like I uh-huh. I finished. I finished it. I do not have a single memory in real life of any of the cutscenes, except for that one part where Zelda told Link to eat a frog, and that's it. I I did not care. I don't. I don't. I don't care what about the friends that he had. Like I don't. I don't care about oh, none of man. them. Oh man! Oh the um, dude, you get to the Zora peoples. And that girl is like in love with Link, and she gives him the special armor that's only meant for someone. You know what she is to me? She's when you run out of hearts, she gives you a little bit of extra help. (laughs) (laughs) Mithra's grace. That's all she is Mm -hmm. to you. So I can continue to have fun, you know, climbing a mountain and surfing down. No, she was in like love with him, and like freaking Zelda's like struggle as like. I'm supposed to be this chosen one and like all you guys are fighting and like I'm literally a worthless piece of shit. I can't do anything. Well, to she help did the most all. of all of them, actually. It's just like But uh, that's neither here nor there. 
Well, at the very end, at the very end, for a, a, the very end being like a hundred years. Well, no, but like they all died because she couldn't do it sooner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, like the whole like a lot of your memories you're trying to gather her like it's just like it's this cool peek behind the curtain of like you're like oh she kind of resented him as like mm-hmm. uh you know that he's annoying and he's always fucking around and won't leave her alone but also like he's an idiot because he always like tries to like he like gets hurt protecting her but also he's super competent and and very strong and she resents his like uh his like ability his strength his like his cool under pressure you know it like it's such a i mean you know for it being like such a loose kind of like take your story if you want it you know play the game your way it is a really like evocative and like grabbing uh narrative under the like the current which it just makes it makes the killing the bokoblins more fun for me mm. i mean yeah of course i beat you beat the game and you're like yeah, I just want to glide around and like fight uh lionels. They're like that's that's awesome. That's tight too. And I'm not like thinking of like, all right, well I can only fight three lionels today because Ganon's thing is getting bigger. No, I'm not thinking mm-hmm. about that. But like, y- you know, it it helps me you know stay a little less bored sometimes because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. there's like there's like a there's like a thing to do. There's an objective maybe, you know, but- uh, that I don't have to like arbitrarily create. Yeah. I think that that I think that that's fair, but like when I think about a game like Breath in the Wild, Breath of the Wild specifically, mm-hmm. um, I think that that game has higher than average replayability because of its hands-off approach to having a story, and so yeah. like I maybe well, what counts as you, replayability though? Well, like. On, like, uh, okay, that so for example, on the most extreme, the game, and you're yeah, like, and I want to play it, and I like, I beat it, and I want to continue to play it some more. Like for example, on the um, on the most extreme end, I think about like the Phoenix Wright games, right? Mm. It's um for those that don't know, it's like a game where it's like a text based mystery game where you play as a lawyer and you try and like get these people out of jail in this comically absurd um Mm -hmm. legal system and like the game is um very heavily story focused um and there are really fun games where you you know you're doing like logic puzzles and you're finding these things and there's like a lot of absurd situations but once you finish it you know like I like I finished fe- like all of them as they came out in America on the DS, uh-huh. and like only now this year, like you know, fourteen or so years later, do I do I feel like I could probably go back and replay it because it's not just like, oh, I remember, oh, from this point to this point, you have to do this because this guy says this because yeah. I remember it. But like it w- in a game like Breath of the Wild, because there so much of it is like you are put in a situation and you can do whatever you want. You can play it an infinite amount of ways, and that's more mm-hmm. interesting to me than like 
going playing uncharted again and being like oh right this is the part where you have to walk forward and press triangle yeah and like collect a thing and then watch this guy talk to this guy and then go over here and then and then you know 15 20 minutes later you can get the fun part where you shoot a bunch of dudes yeah i guess it's probably you know it's probably like a 51 49 thing or Mm. you know the situation might even change per game like 51% meaning like the story tipped me over 49 the gameplay cuz like mm-hmm. for for instance like death stranding like mm-hmm. you know it's like a walking like honestly like a lot of kojima games like, yeah uh, like i i started playing um uh what do you call it uh maybe it was like the phantom pain mm-hmm. and i was like so enraptured by like the uh the story element of like oh like uh they like made you do this character creation thing and then or just you know and then like they just like got rid of that and now you're in this (laughs) hospital with this like psychic boy and he's like chasing you around and throwing fireballs and like you know uh just like the mystery box element like who's doing what what's going on but like the gameplay in and of itself, like sneaking around and like the the, the gun, the gun battles. Uh, honestly, in that game, were not as fun to me as like trying to be like, all right, well, give me the juicy nugs. Like, what the heck is going on? And like mm. Death Stranding, it's like, you know, the walking simulator, the infamous walking sim. You got to change yeah. your shoes and keep your balance and pee, you know. But there's like, I mean, hey, fucking... P could be a very good gameplay loop if you do it right. <laughs> but you got, you know, you got the bridge babies and Mads Mikkelsen and like extinction events and like all this like fucking lore and stuff that like, okay, like in and of itself, I probably wouldn't play this like uncanny valley, uh, photorealistic walking sim, but like. Mm-hmm. In order to under- uncover this mystery box element, like I, I will stick around for that. Um, so it depends on the game, really. It it always changes, I suppose. I guess the thing for me is that, like, I think if the game, if, if I'm playing a game, and the thing that is like trudging me along is the story, mm-hmm. it has to have like a really good story. So, like, if a, if a game is, like, you know, has, like, a 6 or a 7 out of 10 story and, like, a 5 gameplay, for example, I'll probably just drop it. Mm-hmm. Probably take it back to the store or whatever. Or sell it on eBay or whatever. But, like, if a game is, like... Like, for example, I didn't play Death Stranding. But, like, say the gameplay is, like, a 2 and the story is, like, a 12, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's what's keeping you engrossed. Why don't you just write a book or like make a TV show or something? Like why why I gotta like <laughs> suffer the walking simulator? Yeah, I like, don't. Like, why wouldn't I'm I just not... watch it on YouTube? Well, one we talk about a lot is uh, mm-hmm. Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah, and I always get on you for being like not being <laughs> not being interested in the world, which is well, yeah, you know, such a baffling thing to me because it's like, uh, it's it's such a it's such a fun thing if you let it be. I mean, the game in and of itself is fun, but like, 
the the why of it all just adds to it. It's like it's like a I'm like Kings. I could bake you this cake, and you're like, well, why would I want to have a cake when I could just eat an egg? And I'm like, well, no, I mean that's no. fine. <laughs> I think <laughs> it's the egg is fine. It, it, I think the, the difference like, is yeah, like... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you could do with eggs. Like, but Kingsley, I specifically want to make you this nice cake for your birthday. You're like, I, I just, I, I'll eat this egg. Buy the egg. I'm hungry. I want to eat. I don't need a fancy presentation. No, I think, I think that that's not necessarily <laughs> the metaphor. I think the, the metaphor would be like, okay, you, you can any, have this... Can you use food, please? Yes, I will use food. Um, <laughs> you can have this cake. Uh-huh. And additionally... I have you can eat the cake and it'll be delicious. But additionally, oh, I know I what you're about to say. Left several little placards about the, the no. making of this cake around no. the <laughs> perimeter of your house, and you can look at those if you want and piece together a story about the making of the cake, or you just eat the cake. I'll just eat the cake. Okay, let's find a balance between what you're saying, and what I'm saying, because like it's it. Gameplay is more fun than eating an, a, a, potentially a raw egg. And my thing is more, and the story is more fun, and the lore is more fun than, like, here's a placard, because, like, no one cares about that. What's a good balance? Because, well, no, like, I think about, no, because, like, how, how do you find, like, when people talk about the story, uh, like, finding the story of um, Dark Souls, it's like, a guy says a cryptic thing, and then you look in the loading screen, and you're like, oh, that's a sword he, that this loading screen mentions the guy that the spider woman was talking about and then later you look in the text description of this ring and that's her ring and then you like put it all together like a scavenger hunt and then you're like oh right so her sister was Mm -hmm. like cursed by this thing and then she cried and the tears crystallized and it made this ring and it powered you up i don't care the ring gives me plus (laughs) To dexterity. Yeah, That's I think all I, think, I need. <laughs> I think both those can exist. I think you can make, you know, a PvP fit build, but also mm. be like, you know, I'm going through this world. Like, I think there's a level of like removal from like what is happening, you know, which is fine. But it's like, I think specifically with Dark Souls, it's like I am more curious in that game as to why. Like, I'm not necessarily like looking. For all the mm-hmm. rings and stuff, but if I do put two and two together, or if I maybe watch like a video about like, oh well, that thing didn't make sense. Why does that happening? You're like, oh, that's mm-hmm. what that meant. Oh, that shit's pretty tight. Like, like oh, or like this one character who's like says this thing to you, and then like you see like a skeleton like three levels later. You're like, oh, I guess because I didn't uh, talk to her or say where she was eaten or something. You know? Yeah. Like it's this kind of fun. It adds to the gameplay. It's like it's like it's, it's more. It's all woven in there together, which is yeah, really and I enjoyable. That, I think that in this specific instance, I think that for me personally, yeah, Dark Souls represents like the perfect amount of like intriguing story elements and like intertwined with gameplay because you can have this like thing where you're like oh like i found out the reason why the skeleton was there and like it was because of this thing and that thing whereas i can be like oh yeah 
my favorite part about the game was that I fought this like really tough chimera and it killed me six times. But like on the seventh time, I figured out its pattern and I killed it and I got like a sword out of its tail or whatever. Yeah. And like, whereas like where I where I think that like the scale starts to topple over is that like there are a lot of games where like it's fun to play, but like I got to like. I'm playing the game and then. You know, I have like an hour allotted in my day where I'm gonna mm. play this game, and then I like walk into a zone and a guy talks for 15 minutes. And I'm like, I, I don't think you've care been burnt a lot. <laughs> I think you've been burnt by cutscenes a lot. <laughs> it's, it's something you've said before, where like you, um, you know, but, well, we, we, oh, yeah. we talked off pod where you're just like, I only have 10 minutes to do this thing, but it's like, yeah. you know, these but are like. It's not just cutscenes, though. It's like they're like, especially in modern AAA games like a, a, a The Last of Us or whatever. It's like, in addition to the traditional cutscenes, which I could just skip and then watch on YouTube later if I'm interested. There's like now this like, or well, I guess it's probably always been there, but like, there's this element of like, oh, in this part of the game, like you just have to walk slowly in this room. And like, that's it. And there's no getting around it. You just have to like, there's this part of the game. The developers want you to slow down and like Uh interact with the story. So you just have to walk into the hallway and like listen to this dude talk. That's you. No, that's gameplay. That's not game. It's not good gameplay. That's you. It's not good gameplay. I'm sorry. To to just press forward on the analog stick. Gameplay takes that L. Stories. Mm. Literally, though, I mean, I was initially being cheeky, but now I'm thinking about it. Like, just because mm-hmm. the mechanic sucks doesn't mean but, that the game. I, I know that the story is the reason why, but mm-hmm. you're learning this, like, essential thing, maybe. Or, like, this part is, not, like, very sneak focused. And, like, sometimes it pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. But, but that, it's that, not essential to the core gameplay loop in a lot of cases. Well, like the, there's well, there's never a section in like a Mario game where you just have to like Well, that's cuz it's learn a much about more simple what Luigi It's a much more doing. simple game uh it's much simple gameplay and like the story is pretty much just like uh this guy stole your girlfriend again. You but know, I don't think I don't think that like necessarily It's, it's very different than The Last of Us which has like crafting components and like it's really impossible to compare the two you i don't know, think you're that like, that's true you're like why isn't this chimp using this like uh rock the same as like this hydraulic press it's like yeah they have well, essential they're the same function i guess but like one you probably need to be an engineer to use well know? i think that like it's a lot uh, more i think subtlety. that a tr- i think that a chimp using a rock has much less existential dread than a man using a hydraulic press. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> well, you should be playing The Last of Us if you don't want to feel existential dread. <laughs> and like, it's like, you know, sure, there's, it's like, yeah, there's crafting and there's all of this stuff. But like, at the end of the day, what I want to be doing when I pick up a controller is having fun. And any i think that like in a in a central gameplay like philosophy like a gameplay making um point mm-hmm. if i it it i mean obviously game development is harder and there's many than i'm thinking and there's many factors and you know corporate interests and all of this but like 
in the like most raw form like i think that i would much rather play tetris or breakout or snake than like i would put more hours sorry i would put more hours into one of those games Mm -hmm. than i would into a game where like oh like you know the the shooting is like real tight but like often you're you know crafting and you're all like you have to do like many different gameplay things that are like okay in service of a story and like you know at the end of it maybe there is like a narrative that pushes you along and you do learn about like the relationship between this man and this woman and like that is fulfilling in its own way but like once i'm done with it i'm not gonna like be like all right well i can't wait for new game plus well i think that's a i think that's one obviously all this is personal but i also mm -hmm. think the presumption on the developer's part is that you will both be i think you'll i think we'll just talk about like uh last of us or like a naughty dog a fictional triple a game that has like yeah for sure gonna be engrossing story and great gameplay i think one they know there is a such thing as like shooter fatigue, you know, mm-hmm. like that's why like Grand Theft Auto works because like you can do much more than shoot you they, like they, you it is it does have the sandbox appeal. So but I don't I don't necessarily think that shooter fatigue has to be real because um, maybe well, there's, I guess if you maybe provide enough fatigue, alternatives, but I'm, I'm just saying in these well, games, no, like, like you if, have if there's like, shooter the core mechanic is shooting, you know. Well, yeah, but like Call of Duty, for example, there are people who are putting in 400, 500, 600 hours or like Counter-Strike. That's multiplayer, though. Right. But like a multiplayer game is like a valid kind of a game. Yeah. I mean, and I guess part of it is like, I'm not sure if it's worth drawing a distinction at this point uh, Mm -hmm. between like. Some games are multiplayer focused and some are single player focused. And I primarily have just been thinking about like games with like that maybe have a multiplayer, but like are like, here's your campaign. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like maybe they're like, like Grand Theft Auto maybe is like the king of like all worlds and what we're, you know, it's got unlimited gameplay and a thriving online community and a fun mm-hmm. story after a while like i'm like okay let me see like let me rob a bank real quick let me it's almost like even my story that could just be like here focus your ability to do anything into a more narrow perspective like mm-hmm. like fighting this boss or killing this thing you know uh because even with a game like grand theft where you can't do anything that can't that, that like expansiveness can get a little truthfully a little dull because there's not like a like sometimes the limits make things nicer you know yeah yeah and, for and sure so, and i think that's sometimes where a story kind of tips over or can tip over and, or win with me because it's like okay like yeah i've been driving around for two hours running over people getting fights like sometimes i do want to just go to the top of the mountain fly off and like have a bunch of cop cars follow me other times I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, like, let's, uh, you know, yeah, like, like I said, like, rob a bank or, like, do this, like, uh, side quest where uh, you take mushrooms and, like, aliens come out of the sky and, like, you, have a, mm-hmm. you know, like, so it's like the well, blending I, of the two. 
I guess that it might honestly be a thing where like it is a fundamental problem with like the AAA game as a system. Mm. Um, in that like, yeah, in, in the like AAA game system that we know of or mm. that we are currently experiencing, like you're you're it's gonna cost seventy dollars, sixty seventy dollars. Yep. You're gonna like and and the the game the quote unquote like gamer is gonna feel like they've been ripped off if they don't get at least forty hours of gameplay out of it. Yeah, if I see something that like it's it's fucked up and I don't mm want to spend a hundred hours playing a game, but like I I would like to know that I could, and if I if I can't, I'm like. Ooh, I I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, weird. yeah. It feels like there's like maybe like a lack of content or something. But it, it it's such an odd thing because because games um are a digital good and because there are so many of them. I, I and I mean these things are being released as indie titles, but it's just odd to me that like this monolith of like oh the new Assassin's Creed is going to come out next year mm-hmm. and um. It's going to cost $70 and you've got to make it. And like Activision wants you to both make it last 45 hours. And also you have to use it as a vehicle to like sell additional like DLC and whatnot. Yeah. And so, yeah, you're going to have to like have a, uh, a narrative and you're going to have to have a mode where you run around and like you, well, what is probably to me the fun mode, but also you're gonna have to have crafting and you're gonna have to have this thing, and you're gonna have to this have this thing. When like really, maybe you should make a 12 hour game or like a four hour game, even that's just the fun part, and then leave me wanting more. Well, there's just like weird things that's also happening with AAA games, which we might dive into one of these days, where it's like it's almost like the AAA singularity, where like all these games kind of like. I don't know, have similar narrative arcs. They all are open world now, which I mean, I, mm-hmm. I like, I guess. But like, there's also like a crafting element. There's like this weird RPGification, yeah, of like, well, you know, what used to be just like a regular platformer or like a regular fighting game, or like, and I love RPGs, but I do find it weird that like, you know, even in like, I, I can't think of one, but like, let's like some kind of shooter or something. They're like customize your guy like you'd never see him but like or like maybe like you could change your like or maybe you can't even create your own character but like you can change your guy's outfit which is kind of like funny yeah i mean i mean i know like i think part of it is like trying to make people feel immersed in like the old model story games or like here's what you're presented deal with it um mm-hmm. and so they're maybe trying to add a little bit of like not maliciously, but like kind of the illusion of choice, if not just like them believing it is like a choice. I don't know. Maybe maybe like immersion makes seventy dollars feel better. I mean, I I, <laughs> I guess it does. It, um, it does a little bit. But you know, like, like feeling like you can do whatever, even though the game is like this is the game. It's pretty much on rails, but like you know, yeah, it is yeah. weird that all triple A's are. It's the Kylie Jenner effect, you know. They solve all of the world's problems by giving it a Pepsi. I don't know which Jenner. I I just Kendall is the one who like gave the world a Pepsi. 
Sick. Uh, All right, I did it. I'm still hip. Kylie is the one who a lot of just like Instagram models look like who just everyone everyone kind of has this like beige uh, like are you white? Are you spicy white? Are you light skinned black? Everyone kind of, you know, like there's like a tier of person who all look kind of like her, all look the same, all trying to dress the same. And there's that with like AAA games where it's like you're just swapping out one thing, whether yeah. it's like it's like Uncharted, but you're a girl. <laughs> this whole time I've been trying to figure out a way to shoehorn like um in a discussion about Street Fighter Five. In that, like, um, uh, when the game came out, it had a a, a, a whole ton of problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but like one of the things that it got dogged for a lot was that there was no story or um, arcade mode to it. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know about you, but I've never once cared even a little bit about the story of Street Fighter. Like, I know no. the lore, I, but like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> Not specifically Street Fighter, but like I, I like the story of Tekken. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, I, it was more gameplay, but like I, I like like oh, Kazuya does this, and like Jin does this, and like this is what this character does if they win the King of the Iron Fist tournament. Like he becomes a straight up demon, or like she becomes a pop star. You know, like that. Uh, yeah. that kind of like stuff's fun because you like. You really like a character, which I'm lumping in with like story. You, you know, you you like a character, but like I know next to nothing about Street Fighter, and also care next to nothing about Street Fighter. Rude, but <laughs> I respect it. Um, like I mean, I definitely like Street Fighter characters, and like the like the personalities of the characters. I think um, do do add. Like, I'm not going to say they don't add anything, but like, even though Street Fighter V had many, many, many problems at launch, like, they eventually did add in an arcade and a story mode. And like, who cares? Like, the, the whole thing that this is about is like, you're fighting another person or a computer. And like, I don't. Like, you know, I I don't care why yeah, I mean, M. I, Bison is evil. I just he's just evil. Like, who cares? Like, they gotta beat him up. It's fine. I think it's all mode, set dressing for nothing. Yeah, I think a mode like that would only be significant if you didn't have like good enough online or access to like some kind of PSN or Xbox Live or thing. So, like that's the only way, you know, a mode like that becomes like i won't even say necessity but like it's not i mean you're, you're always gonna be playing against a computer but like mm-hmm. if the options are like maybe like for instance i'll paint a picture of a kid maybe they live in a rural area and it's now and so they can't play online because maybe their internet's too slow but, yeah uh, and they can't their friends can't come over well then all they yeah. really have is some kind of story mode you right know? and so you know i know it's a little bit niche but like it's not impossible, and you know it's just something different. It's just variety. You need the best I mean, of both worlds. That's definitely like true. Um, uh, but like in general, I don't think there's really a need for it. Uh, yeah, but like I guess it's 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 one of those things where it's like an it's an accessibility option. 
I guess. Like, like in the loosest sense of the term. Like, if you are, you know, somebody who lives in the middle of nowhere and you can't um, play with other people online, which I've definitely, that's definitely been in a situation in which I have been, um, you know, you probably would enjoy playing against the computers in Street Fighter, you know, 20% more if there was a narrative around it. I think, but also, I think if you're in that situation, 20%, I mean, I know that's kind of an arbitrary number, but like, mm-hmm. if you could feel like you're like, having like this, not to get too into like what it, you, you'd feel, like, give a purpose, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like progression. Like, even when I'm playing Ark Survival uh, or like a Grand Theft Auto, I'm like, oh, I think I want to try, like, if a Grand Theft Auto, I'm like, I think I want to try this stunt or like, uh, I'm just, I'm driving around, but like, ooh, oh, these guys are in a gunfight. Let me in, get into this, or like, yeah. maybe I'll try to like rob a store, or like Ark Survival. I'm like, uh, maybe, like I said, I'll, I'll build a house in the desert today, or like try to capture a T Rex or do some breeding or something. It's not, it's so mm-hmm. random. It's like I have a goal, I have a purpose. You know, you kind of get these like little, you know, micro you know journeys or whatever yourself you know well i guess i guess what i'm trying to get at is that like i think that that's true for a game like probably a game like arc survival or something where there's you know or a grand theft auto where there are more varied options um, at least options for gameplay but i think that if you are in a situation where like you're gonna play you want to play street fighter and like the thing that is keeping you attached to it is its narrative most likely you're in a situation in which you should probably play a different game until you're in a situation where you can play with other people because like yeah like it's not designed cool to know that like chun li once she avenges her father's death goes to like can be a young woman and party again but like that's not gonna keep me going for like 60 hours or whatever sure 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 yeah yeah you know maybe you should play like a uncharted or whatever if you're in that situation i mean it's it's game specific and yeah it's nice for games to have a little bit of both uh but yeah i think we should design the ultimate triple a game for to either uh that we would both love or both hate Mm. what do you what do you think um ultimate uh maybe triple a game oh and if we did the one we both hate maybe maybe you do the story and i'll decide what the game plays (laughs) okay so let's see so yeah do you want to do love or hate because if it's love Um, we just kind of spring we could just Say what we both like it, but if we do hate, we can do like a, a fun, stupid one. Either or, mm, I get. We could do both and see what sticks. <laughs> if you got the time, I got the time. All right. All right, let's do hate first. Okay. So, so what, a game we both hate. What's what's a give give me a story and I'll try to think of a some gameplay mechanics for us. Oh man. So a game we both hate. So if you're 
if it's your if it's a story i think it would be a really sparse story um um so i guess like if i were to choose the story it would be um you know what? it would just be a tie-in movie game to um oh no the newest star wars movie oh no i uh, <laughs> oh no oh jeez okay he played the rise of skywalker we're making the rise of skywalker the movie the game okay um okay i think one of the full disclosure by the way i've never seen the rise of neither skywalker. neither have i <laughs> you did i thought nope what nope never saw it so you never saw it but you did pull me aside to tell me the entire story even though i said i didn't want to hear it that's because i heard about it on twitter and i needed someone to talk to about it oh my oh my god (laughs) you're perhaps the worst man i've ever met oh wow (laughs) thank you i finally am good at something that's that's unbelievable Uh okay, I think Pod Racing makes a return. And But Pod Racing was a fun game. No, no, no. Well, let me finish. I, I think Pod Racing makes a return in this one, but it's like really clunky and like poorly handled. But like you don't even figure that out because you have to secure parts. I think you spend like there's like a like at least a seven hour like diversion of you like getting like a permit. And there's also like a chow garden thing you have to do with porgs where you just have to like like the chow garden. Okay. I'm neutral on porgs. Okay. Well, you you have to like pet your porg. Like a a lot of the game is like porg management. (laughs) Yeah. And like part of it's just, it's like, yeah, I forget. This is a big one. It's text-based. A lot of this is text-based. And the only time it's not, you get these like really, you get these really long, like, nine minute cinematics that like have random quick time to, but like amount to nothing if you don't do the quick time event the game will like crash <laughs> uh, yeah i like that um and then the good game i think on, on my end i think it's uh the game is um mario 64 but you don't have to pay 60 dollars to play it nintendo what is going on with you guys well, I think that's as good a place as I need to end things. All right. Where can people find you online, Corey? At Corey World Peace and in my game room, hunkering down for the winter, playing a very long RPG. What about you, Kingsley? Uh, you can find me at benevolent underscore king on Instagram. And I will be, um, you know, trying to play a game with my friends in five to 25 minute bursts. It'd be really fun. Well, until next time. See you post time, Skip. Bye.